0: Right, welcome everyone. This is Eternal Present YouTube channel. I'm here with Melinda Molnar, and it's my pleasure to be having these conversations on frequency and going deeper into frequency mechanics, frequency healing, somatic frequency work, etc., frequency awareness. And um, if you haven't really listened to any of the previous ones, I highly recommend going to the, the older ones, like what is frequency healing and those spaces, what is frequency and demystifying the world of frequencies. Uh, videos to really understand what we are speaking of so today we are diving a little bit deeper um, oh and my name is Sunny and I will sometimes forget to say that <laughs> it's good to be here with you all um, so today we are diving deeper into the concepts of light and dark okay and especially because this has become quite uh, a polar aspect of our creation especially the healing world awakening world consciousness world Uh, people doing deeper inner healing and working both in the say what what is called the light workers like those dimensions and then the shadow work and those darker uh, spaces of humanity as well and we're going to go a little bit deeper into that aspect um, and just seeing and um, say bringing up certain things that people may have not thought of from the frequency point of view so it's really fun to be here with you Melinda and I wonder if you have anything you want to say right in the beginning here. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Thank you, Sunny, and welcome, everybody. Uh, as you know, these conversations flow as they do. So whatever comes up, comes up. And uh, I'll put in what I feel of the light and the dark, but yet what is called forward is just to take a moment to to come into our center because this is going to be a, a big one, I feel, that we'll talk about. So whoever is listening, even if you're, well, hopefully you're not driving, but whether you're walking or cooking or, or sitting, to so just take a deep breath into your center, into your heart space. And sit back into this present moment, into this now, where you are in the space that you are in. And just notice what comes to you in there. Now, do you, do you have any association to light or dark or any color or any which way you perceive frequencies or the awareness of your self? And even when I say the word self, is it a higher self that comes in or the everyday personality self? And I invite you to sit in here and allow to sink in deeper Possibly into spaces you've never visited before. The depths of your heart, space. For these informations that we will speak to today come from Higher dimensions. And as we start, just stay in there. You can open your eyes and ears and hearts and see whether you can keep yourself in those depths. Yeah, thank you. So, light and dark. Mm-hmm. Depending where you are on your path to this, you meet different aspects of this. I remember when I started, there was a lot of talk about the light. We always wanted to go towards the light. And then the words, uh, or the concepts, shadow work came into my uh, reality. And yes, many times it sure feels like you're in the shadows going through the dark night of the soul. And as more is revealed to us, it becomes eminent to see that there is no separation between light and dark. There is no one without the other. There is no creation without the dark. If you think of mother earth's soil it's in the depths of darkness that seeds of beauty is nurtured and it is the dark that shows us where the light is and without the dark you'd just be blinded by the light you would have no form So what do I bring forward? I invite you to, to open up this container to see both as aspects of creation, tools to create, and the importance of both. Because ultimately everything comes from that eternal light. It's not an eternal light, and then here we have some darkness. It is all meant to work together. Mm-hmm. I hand that to you.
0: Yes, okay. I love I love those pieces that you brought up and so, so beautiful uh, what you were sharing there that the dark shows us where the light is. And um, there's like so many dimensions that we can speak of this. And I have been through frequency awareness, um, as i have become to see the distortions deeper and now there is a difference between darkness and distortion Uh, and and so distortion would be a version of uh truth that takes some kind of form uh that then manifests as a pattern or say for example oppression or power abuse or victimhood even all of this lack uh, scarcity uh, they even manifest as these entire realities when somebody is say understanding darkness that way they would be living in that kind of distorted darkness right but and the true essence when we really track down the darkness, it's not a distortion at all. it is actually also from the eternal light, as you said, because uh when we speak of uh even like the light workers and a lot of the light workers uh have been. For a good reason, um, working on a very specific, say, templating or specific uh, dimension on Earth before, and I have this uh, whiteboard here because I wanted to actually draw it here. Uh, so, where the evolution of humanity has been with this concept of light and dark has been pretty much like this. So, this is there's been all this like uh, realities and consciousness of ignorance, and when people start to wake up. Uh, say if this is a light and this is the dark side, um, people start to wake up to this difference that we actually have an option, right? We have an option to to commit or say choose distortion. Or we have an option to choose something that is truthful, right? Something that is clear and pure. And now this is still quite a limited templating. And a lot of the human mind have been existing in this in this level of consciousness because it's been necessary and it's been part of our collective evolution that is happening on a frequency level and now where people are waking up more and more these days is the living light eternal light is the other way to say it which is really god god's light beyond any religion's uh boxes where we would put this it this is multi uh multidimensional and uh, cross-cultural living light for me, this game, this revelation game deeper, well, through frequency work, but I found eternal Christ in the end of it. Eternal Christ is the, say, the, the frequency of the living light uh, among millions of the other things. Uh, but that is coming from that true living light source that goes beyond the concepts of the light and dark. And so it would be this like living light that is, in completely different dimension where the conceptual polarity of the light and dark is so a lot of the light workers even they they work in this real realm here right and that's where they seem to be this kind of like a limit to the say healing that is happening um I think it was Melinda you spoke about healers that are not actually healers wait was it somebody else it might have been somebody else today uh, healers, who are not actually healers, you know, that we can say, heal a surface level scratch, scratch but not actually go deeper in that multidimensional space, because we're still operating from a very dualistic thinking. It goes the same way with those who do shadow work. Okay. Now shadow work in it's depending how somebody defines it. Okay. Uh, because it's all about what's our relationship to that definition and how we uh arrive into that work a lot of the shadow work that I have seen actually keeps people in the hamster wheel because it's again it's happening in this dimension right it's happening in this dimension here and it's like this hamster wheel Where there may be breakthroughs but it actually continues to feed that distorted darkness and and that kind of like there's this whole thing about say owning your dark side but I'm so brave to say right now that you don't have to own your dark side it's completely okay to disown that disown the uh, distortion and this does not mean spiritual bypassing okay where spiritual bypassing happens is right here again you're still in the same dimension but if you try to dig deep and and just do this kind of a a shadow work that continues like it you cannot continue to do that for thousands of years it's never gonna end it's quite literally an endless pit where you just keep scraping those distortion layers and distortion layers and you'll just find more and more if you try to own all of it it will you will be wasting a lot of time in this time of evolution and now what happens here is that when we truly have this revelation of what the eternal light is that goes beyond this polar mind of the light and dark um, it happens in this space where a true healing, healing can take place, which means that when you tap into the living light, it doesn't mean that you close your eyes to the darkness. It rather means that you receive the vision from the living light. You receive the healing, the frequency mechanics of the healing. Uh, you receive higher frequency solutions. You receive uh, breakthroughs. You receive insights, whatever it is that you need from that higher plane that doesn't play into this this either of the hamster wheels, the false light or say temporary light that brings you these high vibe out of barrier experiences or temporary relief, but then you get right back into that, that uh, hamster wheel or that like you're digging and digging and digging and you just keep finding more, right? So that's a very old school healing world. And People are beginning to open up to this and beginning to use their discernment more. And it may manifest in many different forms when you begin to see this outdated dimension. And it may feel for you that something is off, for example. Something is not quite the, the, the truth here. Something is missing, right? that kind of feelings or it could be even full-on resistance it could be a resistance that you experience from somebody else so it's really important to continue to to discover deeper like where in me have i engaged with this dualistic uh dimension and where in me is where is my door to the living light And again, as I, as I shared before, like personally for me, eternal Christ was the doorway is like, this is what the true meaning of salvation is when we get pulled out of the battlefield, pulled out of that polar thinking. And we understand beyond any human made doctrines of what the living light is. And then we begin, we become the living testimony of that in our lives. We quite literally liberate both the positive light, the, you know, all that fluffy stuff and also the distorted shadow work, all of it—is it's just not working for you anymore. Um, And you begin to receive solutions from a completely different ground.
1: That's beautiful, Sonny, yes, yes. Oh, so many things I wanna touch on. Let me see, let's see one. So one might ask, do you bypass then those dimensions where one gets stuck and where uh, you release distortions to get to that doorway of the living light. Can you jump from having lived in a world of distortions, meaning oppressions, control, abuse? and, And when I say abuse, I don't necessarily mean physical uh abuse or verbal or mental emotional but having lived as a human up to this point we've been in uh, abusive beliefs you know one can live a seemingly happy marriage but yet there's so much abuse happening in there because Because let's say there is denial of self, which will bring denial of the other or the freedom or or there's so many things I could bring in there. So can one from this space jump into the doorway? Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful, beautiful question.
0: And yes, so every single human being who's say lived here until now (laughs) and, and still today, we have been somehow impacted by the distortion because it's like it's running in our bloodlines, and it's not even something that we need to be ashamed of like there's this whole thing of like the negative idea of the distortion. It's just simply if you think about like the the greatest expression or the most efficient expression of yourself is that distortion is simply like that kind of filter or patterning in the system that is holding you back from living that fullness it's not always this kind of disease that is clasping on as like a cancer it's not always like this really um clearly say a negative attribute it's just simply coming into this very simple well how can i become the most uh brilliant embodiment from that living light Uh, and and serve that living light and the truth here on earth while say living in this world where those distorted realities have been really rampant right for for thousands of years and this is the evolution that is happening and more and more people are waking up and it may mean that you don't fit in any box right it may mean that you don't fit in any religion you don't fit in a new age thing you don't fit in any of it and may feel like well what what's going on here like where do I actually fit is because that way you fit is still becoming embodied and and you are the acupressure needle for it to like becoming embodied and and there's more and more people who are starting to share that same dimension with you and walk with you here in the body walk with living God um, beyond the man-made doctrines and walk with that truth and union that comes from that space and that's the true transcendence that happens in our uh, DNA level and cell level as well, because your physical body is starting to take shape of that living light as well. And and it's really important to really tap into that living light. There is there is significance to it is that it doesn't operate in the realm of de- death, right? It, it, it comes before the realm of death was even existing, right? So, and this doesn't mean that, you know, death is still part of our world. And it is absolutely part of like, you know, accepting this cycle of like, well, leaves will fall and decompose and people will die. And we, uh, you know, everybody is losing at some point of point of their life, somebody that they, they deeply love um, or are connected to one or the other way. And and so that is absolutely the reality But the whole process of our relationship to the death will completely, completely reframe itself when you understand what living light is, because you are tapping into the realm of the living. And that is an eternal realm where even like understanding of say, transitioning out of your body or whether it is some people are here to take your body with you, like actually like resurrect, Um, we are living that time that that will start happening more and more whatever is your transition it doesn't actually hold you back from eternal life and there's been so many of this even like a lot of the in many different religions there's been this need to label uh this kind of uh what happens after life and what happens at, and a lot of that has been still coming from that polaristic thinking Right. And when somebody is understanding and thinking beyond that, it literally opens up this whole new perception where you walk out of a prison of those doctrines and ideas and begin to perceive through the eyes of that living light. The entire world will look different to you. You will begin to see the heaven on earth. You will begin to see the new earth that we are constructing here. We are the builders of it through our current presence in this very moment, in this very moment, in this second. There is no time when you are not constructing the new earth. So all of that will begin to show itself and and there is immaculate resource that comes from that space when we truly humble our hearts stop standing in our own way and begin to serve that eternal purpose and living
1: light beautiful beautiful so let me see so let's say is when you said when you start thinking i think you said something like that when you start thinking and what came to me is the mind that you're thinking with my mind that I think with now is very different than the mind that I had two years ago or even six months ago. And through this work, my mind calibrated to take in more of this light, to open more. So my mind is very open for this and it does not resist. And actually, it's like in pleasure of, okay, let's see what's new. Now, I know that there are still a lot of people whose minds uh, are very strongly guided by by the ego lifeguard. I think last time did I say that, the lifeguard? That's, no, that can't be, what do you mean, how can a human see with, Uh, Through the eyes of an eternal, no, that's just, just for that guy up there to do, we are servants. How do you, not just how do you take, but how does one step from the mind of limitations to open up? Because that would shake. The whole nervous system, the mind, the the, the identity as a person. And I know I've lived through a lot of those shakes throughout this process. And it's not a comfortable shake. It is your world, your identity is like, oh my gosh, who, who am I today? What am I? Let me see. What can I hold on to? And there is nothing to hold on to anymore. It is in here. That's the truth that gives you the light. And you open to it yeah
0: yeah that's a really beautiful question and very relevant for so many people because it's again like easier said than done right and that's again where that dualistic thinking can even people who think that they they think you uni, unified thoughts or like we are all one and all this kind of stuff there's still structures of polarity uh, for so, so many people. And this is not any kind of blame, you know, uh, because we, we have been living in the world where we have been living and this is all in the process. Right. Uh, but just in transparency, like that is what I continue to see when I say work on a frequency level, it's very clear to me when somebody has those, those polar, um, thinking dimensions still in place, almost like hijacking or directing the actions and how the mind works and how what's your relationship to your mind and thoughts uh, or uh, emotions. And it's very clear when somebody is free from it as well. So um, one piece there that is important is that um, when speaking about living light and God source, and even when I speak about eternal Christ is that Yes, it is beyond our personal small self, right? It is, some, it is something greater than our personal self could do alone, right? It is our true parent where we come from, and we are a, a ray from it. We are an expression of it, but we are not the fullness of that source, right? We're not the fullness of God alone. And that being said, we have that inside of us as well. So again, there's so many of these like healing ideas of either God is an external being outside of us or then God is, say, even Christ is inside of us and there's never been an external being. Well, it's neither of those and it's both of those, right? We have to look beyond. We have to look beyond that what makes sense for the mind is that God is also a dimension inside of us because it's it's through our spirits. It's through our hearts that we can truly access to that space inside and then start receiving from that space as that ray from that living light right um so there i'm just gonna paint this image here so you can think of like your say emotions and thoughts in the hierarchy of the spirit and creation emotions human emotions and thoughts are actually very superficial um, there are deeper thoughts that are thoughts of God or thoughts of living light that are also echoing and reflecting inside of us. But those say what we call eco mind, it's it's quite superficial in the hierarchy. And when I say superficial, it's nothing bad. It's nothing weak. It's just superficial. There's nothing more complicated about it. So if you think about it in a way that there's this body of water, like an ocean, it would be the top layer where emotions and and like a casual human thoughts are, are existing. So there's waves, they come in and they go out, they fluctuate. So one day you feel great. Another day you feel shitty. And like all these different pieces come together there, excuse me, my wording, Um, but many people go through those waves. Right. And if you are sailing on the surface of your being, you're going to be torn apart when the storm hits your emotional and mental pieces. Your mast and your sails will be taken down, and you're gonna be finding the pieces of yourself for centuries, perhaps even, or years, or weeks, or days, or whatever your timeline is. Um, so that's the the a, a cause when somebody lives in those superficial dimensions. Which again, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just very rough. There's a lot of suffering in that world. It's very, very rough. And now what this living light as a dimension inside of us, when we start looking in this multi-dimensional pieces, is like a sanctuary inside of you where you'll be aware of that, say the rough ocean, say if it may come like strong emotions or triggers coming in or some kind of whatever thoughts coming in and tell all kinds of stories, whether they are negative or positive it's all happening on the surface and you're you're like watch, watching it from that inner sanctuary you're not being pulled out of the inner sanctuary but you're rather expanding your actions from the sanctuary and take action from there because you get to see the whole like bigger picture right and and sometimes you know strong emotions are really needed because they help you to pinpoint something where you have still been stuck in that dualistic distorted timelines and it can help you to lift it up even pain can help you to lift it up and reprogram it right there and bring it back to the sanctuary so it can be like upgraded from the sanctuary and from that, uh, where all the pure frequencies come from. So, this is the dimension of the God source inside of us, dimension of the living light. And there's even multiple different layers there and on, on levels. And again, when we spiritually mature in this life, we get a little bit more intimate and a little bit more intimate with that living light. And then we become, we become this. That's when we have the eyes of living light as well. Uh, there's when we give our personal ideas of what is good and what is bad to that sanctuary into the living light and we'll start receiving that direction and guidance from the inner space. It's like an inner compass. it's a sanctuary, it's a peaceful crown that is there. and it takes sometimes practice to really come to that space because sometimes you just need to command your mind, stop referring to the storm that is happening on the surface. That's not the fullness of me. That's just what's happening on the surface. Well, where am I deeper in my system where I can take deep breaths, center myself? Breathing is such a great intimate tool that everybody has immediately available to anchor yourself back in that space. Again, those superficial layers are a little different case for those who may carry, say, strong trauma in their bodies uh, because some of those layers have, you know, like a roots that they would almost like track these roots into like deeper in your system. So it may be more difficult to detach from the storm when it's really triggering all the way in the system. And that's where, again, it's the same thing that we need to do is to find the sanctuary within, because when you do, you'll be able to meet those roots from that space and uproot those spaces from a very deep frequency level not only from your mind and emotions but also your physical body from your cells even from your DNA talking about ancestry so it's like a this frequency level surgery that you can perform in your system when that awareness grows and this is essentially what we do in the frequency sessions when we do this deeper work especially working with physical body or pains in the body we go and help to pull out those roots of what was creating these conditions and these storms in the first place
1: thank you for that Sunny. um as you were speaking um let me see I'm gonna bring it in with the body body awareness that you can feel when something happens on the outside of your body hot or cold and um You can get maybe goosebumps uh, or sweat. And when something that comes from deeper within, and it is learning that, right? We are here in this embodiment for a reason, for a reason to feel our world through and with our bodies and also express ourselves through and with our bodies. And let's say when that uh, surface layer, that ruffle, uh, that storm happens, go and it happens out here. And let's say it's from an experience, but when you drop deep within and you find that solace, nothing's happening over there. And from there, you can then direct your awareness that, okay, I see that this is happening on the surface and it will go away. And I'm gonna see how do I want to navigate my sails, not from the surface, but again, from those depths that that magnet of directing or the intention really, you can then pull the sail into calmer waters. And, the roots, when you said it's the roots, then what I think of again is the surface of Mother Earth and then deep into the ground. What we've seen the surface, you know, many of us, a lot of us think that what's on the surface is that's what it is, that's what's real. But if you go down deep, it's another world in there. And we are like Mother Earth that way this is simply the outward that comes from that depth and all the work happens all the nurturing happens in that depth and when there's a distortion it usually happens in that depth and then it pushes outwards it represents outwards so (laughs) i know moss would say you're putting uh, makeup on the mirror will still not uh, take care of things. It is time for deeper work. And for those who feel that they don't have the time, it's in your breath. You breathe every, well, maybe not every second, but your breath is available. And just how deep you pull that breath inside you Can start releasing already those uh ruffles of the storm yes absolutely
0: yeah and it it will really reveal that space and i love that um the piece of like the the just the surface layer versus like the deep clearing that happens and the healing that happens is like it doesn't matter if we're just cutting the Say poisonous tree and leave the roots. it will just continue to grow back. but uh, a wise person goes really deep and digs out those roots and now somebody can think of well how is that different from the shadow work that we do? So many people think that it is helpful to go and dig those spaces, but it it's all about where you dig from because if you are digging from the same dimension of where that distortion exists, you're going to keep digging until the end of the world because you're never going to find the roots. The roots will continue to exist in that distorted dimension. You'll have to, again, have that revelation on the inside. It's a dimension on the inside and deepening on the inside. And then when you dig from that space, it's first of all about 110% more efficient (laughs) and saving time because it doesn't come from that dimension of wasting whether it's wasting time or wasting resources or wasting human lives or whatever it is, wasting healthy cells, it comes from a highest place of efficiency. And you know, when that kind of healing happens is that it happens for good. Okay. I've had this direct experience so many times and I come from, you know, since I was very young, like. 17, I started working deeply with all kinds of healing practices. Not until I fully understood the frequency mechanics. And then the second layer, when I understood the living light, um, uh, permanent healing started to happen. And of things that seemed to be healed on the surface, but they kept on somehow creeping somewhere in the system. And I see this for so many people is that this. The whole healing culture is changing right now. Things that we may, we may have been working for like 20 years can be really healed. I've said this before, I think on these videos, can be healed in like 30 seconds or 10 seconds. It's very, very efficient of the healing and it's for good, right? And we are still in that vulnerable time of transitioning into these more superficial layers, into those deeper dimensions on the inside, Um, But it it literally changes the way, think about like, if you look around, you can just go ahead right now and look around your room. So just notice what you see right now in your room. You may see um, furniture or wherever you are listening to this, you may be outside. Just notice if you see any stones or trees, just pay attention to that landscape that you see in your room. Now begin to really tune in what if you could see say seven layers deeper of everything that you're seeing right now what would you find This is you looking beyond the superficial and surface-level dimensions and looking into the true nature of things. Even a lamp on your table can be your direct connection and revelation of God in those dimensions because you begin to see the living light in absolutely everything. This is you still existing in the same room but you're also not existing in the same room because you just went into a different dimension inside of you. You begin to see the living light in everything that you do. This is the heaven on earth and the new earth that is coming online. Now think about communicating with people, people that you see every day, say your beloved or your children or your parents or whoever they are. Think about seeing, say, seven layers deeper into their spirit. How would you talk to them if you're aware of their deepest essence as a reflection of the living light? Instead of paying even attention to what's happening on the surface, of course, we will need to pay attention to that, but say identifying or responding to what's happening on the surface. What would happen if you respond from the seven dimensions deeper inside of you? There are people who's been walking on gold all their life and not being able to perceive it. Golden pathways, golden house, golden family. And this is very important piece to understand that this is going to be happening to all of humanity. I dislike this... Um, Actually, personally, even this is my personal opinion, I dislike this kind of idea that even speaking about eternal Christ, that Christ is only going to save the very small amount of people. Anybody who understands the living light in their hearts will be lifted into that living light, into that true freedom. This also includes people that come from outside the human made doctrines. This is really important to know. And I used to be almost afraid of speaking about this, like what would people think and say But we need to start understanding where we stand in with the living light. What is our intimate relationship to living light and God? And how can we become that living testimony to that glory from that source space and that true source space and it may really blow our minds because we'll need to really open up our thinking from beyond what we've seen before with absolutely everything. We need to open up for these things coming through that we cannot even comprehend yet. It will absolutely blow our minds and it will continue. It has blown so many people's minds already and hearts and it will continue to blow our minds and hearts. And this is happening everywhere so fast right now. So if you are willing to see the truth, the truth will come to you. If you're seeking the truth, the living truth, you will absolutely find it. And and this is like a frequency transmission also that is coming through here.
1: And the strength of it and the power of truth. almost like uh, in the space, words aren't even needed. You just know. You just feel it. And this is what we're coming into. And I am so excited for this. Because like you said, we, we are grounding that heaven on earth. And... I stand here with this on the edge of the battlefield of those who think that the world is falling apart. And I say, no, (laughs) it is. But spinning into restructuring into this beautiful new dimension that Mother Earth already holds for us. is here and all that we need to know like you said is accept Mm -hmm. that revelation in your heart has nothing to do with religion very important Mm -hmm. not at all excuse me and this truth is something that will be felt by everyone. It's, it's not something that you take in from outside and have to believe or have to process through your mind. Of, is it like this or like that? It is, it goes through all of you, right? The mind, the, the heart, the whole body is this feeling, this knowing that you're standing in the truth. It is flowing through you, coming through you. And that's the space that, that just releases so many distortions in a, in a second. Like you said, it, it's done very fast. It's not the digging anymore. And I've been in that space. I dug and dug and dug. And I'm grateful for that because it brought me all the information that it did. Mm-hmm. And now it's you simply stand in that truth. And it's almost as if with that you elevate to a higher perception and you can see distortions and you simply choose not to do those anymore. It doesn't have to be fought out of your system. There's It, it comes such an understanding, an inner standing with that. They say, oh, this doesn't serve me. I'm going to do something else. And that is the new way of healing That that when you see something, when you experience something that is so much clearer and more pure than where you've been, you simply just don't want to go back to what was distorting. Because it is pain when, when you are in distortion, even though it may feel soothing. To some, a lot of the distortions feel soothing, right? We we used to use that as a way of coping. I'm just gonna bring in, okay, it's chocolate cake. <laughs> I always bring in chocolate cake because I I used to, um, I used to eat uh, not a lot, but um, tiramisu was my my uh, soothing. And with time, I would always know, okay, I am working out a distortion. And my body wants it. And then simply when you stand in that space of, I don't even need that. It's, it just, you drop a distortion. And you don't just drop one, you drop many. Mm -hmm. You just simply like shift up to a different space. And in that space, as you're standing in that truth, you can't help but being truthful to yourself, to everyone else around you. And there is no more hiding in it anymore. Yes, (laughs) that is so, so true.
0: And living in this, the age of transparency right now, where we are really bringing through, bringing down all the facades and bringing through what is truly us and in transparency like showing to ourselves essentially who we are but then also our beloveds and then the the wider community and obviously this has been a huge thing with like the whole social media piece because like witnessing so many people having a certain facade and identity in social media and in the real life they are completely different right and that's not necessarily a negative thing I'm just pointing that out that why is that why is there need for that kind of editing happening? And and it's because of those, those pieces of ourselves that need to stay in control of our reality are trying to still hold on to certain facade. And some of it is very innocent, right? Because we, we want to show up as a respectful or respected person, or we want to show show out and uh, express a certain kind of, or come, come out as a certain kind of individual that are our personal ideals and our values as well. Um, But when we start deepening into the living light that goes beyond that space of polarity and the false light and all of those pieces, the the light that is blinding us, right? Going beyond that space is that all the facades or they has to come down because those facades cannot be kept up anymore in that space of in the space of the the simple isness of who we are, right? It's just beingness. Now this doesn't mean that you go and you share all of your secrets and mysteries. It's actually really important to keep your greatest mysteries with close to your heart. You don't want to be go and disperse all the things that have been given to you from the living light. And here, take it, you know, you're this distributing your what has something that has been meant for you only and you're distributing to everything everybody because you want to share this really cool experience that you had with like say out of body experience or something but really checking in like was there something was this information to be shared with people and or was this information just for me those two have nothing to do with the transparency okay two different things Holding things that were meant for you close to your heart does not mean that you're not transparent, right? It doesn't mean that you're hiding your true nature. It just means that there are certain keys that it's not time for you. You're still growing into holding that peace for yourself. And you can trust that from that space, it is all coming through from that authentic space. Uh, or from when you are um, uh, embodying and serving the living light and the truth, everything that you do becomes that reflection as well, right? So everything happens in perfect timing. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted to speak to that piece. And and it's it may be uncomfortable, like the transparency piece can be really uncomfortable because we're so used to, as humans, of holding certain kind of images up, right? Of And this is especially in like a little older generation, older than uh, what we both of us here are, um, there's so much of that like needing to be like a righteous person or somehow like what what will others think like this people-pleasing pattern uh, is so rampant uh, and it's partly like generational which means that there are children and say younger people who are born completely without having that people-pleasing pattern and now think about this generation that doesn't have any any of that trace left and then those who have it 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 causes quite a conflict right (laughs) which we've been in this very vulnerable space I, I feel like I've been born into that space personally where I'm like I have I can reach to both ways right like being that preacher and I'm aware that say if I will have children that these children will be born in the completely different world in that very specific like how we relate to others and how we relate how societies are even built they are going to be born in, being born into a completely different world and we are just kind of like preparing this way here understanding or trying to understand both sides <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. yes <clears throat> a few things came up there and some things from like the collective hold on let me remember back okay, the sharing yes. So transparency does not mean that you go in and uh, share all of your secrets. <clears throat> Let me we can do that again. okay. So this comes up uh, because a lot of people have this okay, the word or the concept of uh, cheating. Now, a lot of people look at cheating as as when you're unfaithful to your loved one, uh, but cheating can be many other things, too, because it, it starts at a deeper level. It's cheating someone out of time, um, out of attention, whatnot, but then ultimately you're cheating yourself first. And what comes with that is there is a self judgment at first that that's happening. And then when you wanna become, want to become here's that when you want to become transparent, then you think, oh, I need to share that so I can be uh, uh, absolved or result or released from this bind. So then there is a piece of non-acceptance of self of whatever you've done in the past anything and everything you've done in the past was for whatever reason it was on your path and I think in the last last episode we talked about every moment salvation is handed to you now that you know how do you choose out interesting yeah um so also navigating there's a lot of navigation here there's a lot of new concepts coming in and what i say is going to again that into that space of truth now how do you find that space of truth if you're still in a lot of distortions? Because a space that you find, you could believe that, oh, this is the truth. And yet it's still your ego saying it is. It is a certain feeling, a knowing, right? Mm-hmm. If it feels egoic, if it feels. Hmm, how do I say that? These certain feelings that you can learn to differentiate in as, as you tap into your body more, where it feels like it's a personal gain, it's a personal agenda. They keep digging deeper because that space, space of truth that we're talking about, where you are in connection with and in that eternal. It's a space of openness and clarity and non-judgment and ease. Mm -hmm. Yes,
0: the the eternal truth, uh, that's a really beautiful point. Because it is omnipresent and eternal, it's like we don't really have to find it, right? I mean, yes, we can speak about it that way, that we've already found it. And it's already here, and it's already already being given because it's eternally present. Only the finite realms, so the the realms of temporary truths and distortions are, there are certain um, structures, say if you live in um, a certain dimension of distortion, you can only find that distortion within that dimension. You have to be in that frame of the distortion to happen. If you think about like a painting, Uh, with certain colors you would only find it from that one you would need to be in that painting to know what the what the color is or look at the painting to know what the color is right but truth is it is like the white canvas that is in every single painting that we would ever see it's like behind it and whoever is perceiving that again it's about perception it's not about you having it or not having it it's not about finding it or not finding it it's about perceiving something that is already there and as that becomes evident and as that revelation of it really sinks in multidimensionally for you so through all the dimensions of your being not only mentally or not only say in the spirit but all the way down in the body and your cells is that you literally begin the walk as that truth within any of those paintings. It doesn't matter anymore which distorted realities you exist in because you are not of that distorted reality. That makes sense. You are literally walking in that truth all the time. And now this is something that it requires such a deep letting go of the personal self. <laughs> Letting that die and be born again in that living light space, and and then another teaching of the eternal Christ is this being born again in truth uh, uh, and uh, the living light, and and that's the process because we cannot. So the individual, like say, soul of a human, can always fail because it's not. It's just one part of our being, and it cannot function on its own in its full potential it has to be under the spirit which where spirit is this most most intimate connection to the living light and god and then as the soul is functioning connected to the spirit instead of like running around somewhere in those different paintings and then your body is that physical manifestation from those frequencies right so you begin as an individual soul you can fail but when you begin to when you give all of your life to the truth and the living light, you become that manifestation of it. And that cannot fail, right? Like your personal self can always fail because we have this ability of free will. We, we have choices. We have, we have this polar thinking, right? There's always an option to turn the other way, right? But in the living light, there is no that. There's only one reality that is the truth. So you cannot fail in it. Does that make sense? So it's like, it's just really, and it doesn't, we cannot really explain it with the mind, uh, with with the mental concepts and with our human languages, which is another really exciting thing that is happening on earth with this awakening is that people are starting to speak different languages uh, beyond the physical languages. People will start really speaking with spirit, speaking as spirit, speaking with even like natural elements, uh frequency language. And nothing like this has not been on Earth yet. So there's been like a lot of say indigenous cultures who've been very in a close relation to spirit and connection to spirit. Uh, but what is coming on earth in this form hasn't been here before because it's like a spiral of like constant evolution that is happening. Where we have been once, that level of connection is no longer the greatest expression. Every human is born in the day family lineage is the latest rendition on a frequency level, right? So it's there's this constant uh, refinement that is happening and deeper embodiment that is happening. However, I had this extremely powerful experience and I want to share this in honor to the indigenous or native people of the land where I live, uh the, the Cherokee peoples, I was I had this beautiful opportunity to sit for a while in this, um, it's like a sanctuary uh, that is just in the forest and it's this huge big quartz rocks that are in the circle and it created this almost like a container of frequency and the moment that I sat on that stone, there was like maybe a 30 seconds, but it felt like this very long time inside of me, but it was maybe 30 seconds in a linear time. I got connected to all of life around me. Like I could hear the heart and feel the heartbeat of these little mouse critters under the crown somewhere. Where I couldn't see them with my physical senses, but I could sense them on a frequency level. I could sense the birds back left and all of this life that was just suddenly there. And I was connected to all of this. And this is a deep Humble recognition for those peoples, also my ancestors from Finland, you know, the the Samis people and people who's been walking those lands before. um, They've been living so deeply with the conditions of nature that they started to actually communicate with nature that way. And that kind of frequency language is coming back online for people who understand the truth on the inside. After all the distortion and abuse and violence and whatever has been happening here... That was never lost to us. It's just that people are beginning to perceive it again, and it's going to go in a whole different level um,
1: than even before ever on Earth. Yes, so watch out, because we're going to start expressing in beautiful colors and shapes and forms and sounds. Um, And I feel that... Having an openness to that is the key where you can really embrace the beauty of the uniqueness of each of us and also how the eternal expresses in so many different ways to where we won't even be able to put caps on it or or labels or limitations as to oh you shouldn't or that's crazy or whatnot it's it's coming with such force that um that will inspire also a lot of people who've held these insights these these abilities or they haven't allowed for the outbursting of it to come through due to ideas of uh, being judged to just allow it yes yes the people of the new earth
0: oh yes it is happening we're doing it <laughs> all right beautiful i feel like this is coming to an a organic end here right now
1: yes i feel that um too.
0: We'll leave you with these frequencies, with these thoughts. Feel free to comment, like, share this if it was resonating with you. And um, it was my honor to be here again with you, Melinda. It's always my joy to have these conversations with you. And I'm looking forward to our co-creations in the future. Thank you. Yes, it's an honor to be
1: here. It's always exciting. I love the fields that we're wandering in. And uh, I'll see you next time. Okay. Thank you all. Bye. Bye.